Welcome to Sports Central. I'm Rick Drewer. I'm Phil Fechner. Well, Phil, what are you on to have a Dion about today? Well, what's happening in the world of sport here, Rick? You know. Well, I think I think the major thing that we haven't discussed in any of our shows so far is the appointment of Justin Langer as uh, the cricket coach of Australia. Oh, I, I like the idea. I mean, look at what he's done at w, in the WA uh, cricket, um, Rick, in the 2020 and the uh, longer form. Well, yes, I, I, they've certainly had a fair degree of success, the Western Australians, but I think, importantly, when Justin Langer was appointed to the Western Australian coaching position, the Western Australian state team was in an absolute mess. There was very poor discipline. Players had been dropped for... Uh, um, you know, doing a power pepper, basically being out late and not doing the right thing, and he turned that around. He turned that whole culture around dramatically, and um, dare I say it, but I guess that's what his main mission is with the Australian cricket well, team. Well, I mean, it's attitude there too, isn't it? Like egos and uh, all that are coming into it. So I think he'll uh, defuse a bit of that, and um, could be on the right track. I reckon, Rick. Yes. I, I think, with all due respect to Buff Lehman, uh, Buff, I think, was very much a sort of player's mm, coach. A boy's boy. A boy's oh, yeah, boy, as it yeah. were. And um, whereas um, Justin Langer, uh, although he's got a great sense of humour, um, he's he treats life pretty seriously and he's got an incredible love and affection for his family and uh, parents and so forth. And... Uh, I don't think he's as much the boy larrikin as the previous coach. Mm. And I, I think one good thing for the Australian uh, cricket associate or board is that they've appointed him to all three forms of the game. So uh, it seems as though at long last Cricket Australia is taking the situation pretty seriously. Yeah, I, I mean, they've got to do something. You know, we've got to, after that, fiasco over there you know it's got to be all cleaned up doesn't it and uh well it does and uh, uh let's hope in a way that this is only the first step because i really think that although you can as it were start at the bottom and go upwards i.e discipline the players get a new coach um i think i've mentioned once or twice before but uh cricket australia at the, at the very top levels has to be accountable and they've turned a blind eye on uh lots of what's been going on for a number of years. And um, I think it might well be true that they could get the broom and sweep out from the very top down. Well, that's probably what needs to be done, isn't it? You know? Well... What about the captain? What about the captaincy? What's happened? That, what's going to happen there? Well, um, that's a very good question. Uh, I see that um, <laughs> the, the infamous, dare I say, Jamie Cox, the... Uh, the gentleman who was uh, asked to leave the sacker uh, uh, after he was uh, made a couple of questionable decisions in relation to his position as um, the uh, talent organiser of SACA, has come out on Foxtel and in the paper suggesting that Travis Head should um, be made a captain of the one-day team. Uh, to save Tim Payne, our new test captain, uh, from working too hard. Now, um, I've got a lot of time for Travis Head. He's a very, very talented cricketer. But, you know, to me, that's the old English style. You, you know, you don't, you don't pick a captain unless he's worth his place in the team. And Travis Head, actually, hasn't ever played test cricket. 
has not established himself as a permanent member of the 50-over-one-day team. Uh, you could argue that he's he's pretty well entrenched in the 2020, but, I mean, 2020, uh, as you know, my opinion of it, is just a revenue-raising thing. And I think it's... I don't think we need to go down the English style of picking a captain and then pick the other 10 players. I think we pick the best captain out of the best 11 players going around. What do you reckon? Well, I agree with you totally there. He's he's not the person for the job, Rick. There's no doubt about that. Well, I, I think... I mean, Travis himself is the first to admit, uh, and that's why he's gone to England. Travis admits himself that he's got to become a very better, much better cricketer in playing the long forms of the game. Uh, and he, you know, when he himself realises that, for someone to then come out and lump him with the... Uh, or suggesting that he get the captaincy... I mean, it was very much like when he, at the very tender age, got the captaincy of South Australia... Now, talent's talent, but to to lump the responsibility of captain onto a 20-year-old or whatever he was at the time uh, is just mm. too big a ask. And, no, I and, agree. And, and maybe, and we'll never know, maybe if he hadn't been made captain of South Australia, his batting performances in the long form of the game may well have flourished with the lesser responsibility, and he might well be a test cricketer by now. Well, as we've said, we don't, never doubted his ability and his making runs, but he make. Uh, it sounds silly, but he makes some. You, sometimes you've got to build that innings to to hold up the end or whatever it might be, and he'll make his hundred in a hundred balls. Yep, it's not what was really needed. We needed a hundred in three hundred balls. I know it's boring yep. cricket or whatever, but sometimes that's you've got to play for the draw, or you might have to. You know, just hold the end up. But Phil, that is very impressive for a tennis player. That I is know. one of the best pieces I'm... of cricket knowledge that I've ever heard. I'm unbelievably I impressed with that. Getting I mean, you, you very much so. <laughs> um, I mean, you, you you're right on the money. Um, sometimes uh, occupation of the crease and slowly building in innings is far more important than going out and making, as mm. you say, 100 off 100 yep. balls or whatever, because in a sense, okay, you've made them, but there's still time left in the game for the yeah. opposition to That's do right. something. Everybody's getting bowled out around you, That's you right. know, so you, yeah. you might just yeah. have to hold up well, the Well, Phil, I, I'll, I'll yeah, repeat that. I'm incredibly that? impressed. So, well, I could, perhaps you, could have been a test cricketer. You could have, are you in the middle of writing a cricket book at the stage? <laughs> <or>? <laughs> That is really very, very there special. It is. What else have we got happening? Well, first of all, I think, if I remember correctly, we missed out on our joke last week. We did. And so, even though it's not part of a, it's not a cricket joke, I reckon that we'd better slip it in now before we forget all about it. Now, listen, did you hear about the two blokes at the pub? They'd had a few, you know, they had a few slippery ones down yep. there. And one of them looked at the other and said, you know, if you get two $1 coins and rub them together, it sounds like a football crowd. Football crowd? That's what he said. Anyway, so the second bloke gets into his pocket, finds two $1 coins, starts rubbing them together, and he looks at the first bloke and says, I can't hear anything. And the other bloke replied, must be half time. Oh, no. <laughs> well, he might have been at the Crows game. <laughs> <laughs> Just after three-quarter time. <laughs> yeah. And we've all walked out. <laughs> Us port boys have walked out. Well, actually, since you've brought up that, I guess even though... Uh, uh, by the time this goes to air, it's, it's going to be done and dusted. We might just briefly talk about the showdown. 
Um, what do you think? Crows by as much as they want, I think. Yeah, Ooh, I'm man. pretty disappointed at the moment with Port, the way they're, they're just not playing uh, good footy, got no forwards. I mean, Charlie's battling hard up there. He's the only, he's a sole forward we've got at the moment, and uh, he needs help. Look, I think you're absolutely right, but can I just push this at you as a sort of hypothesis? Oh, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where I believe that at this stage of the season, so much is un unpredictable. Um, let's propose for one wild moment. We're getting married. Moment, <laughs> 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 let's propose for one wild moment that the Port Adelaide that played so well against North Melbourne turns up. And let's also propose that... The Crows side that got annihilated by Collingwood turns up. And then I reckon the power would be in with a big chance. They've always got players that play well against us, and Eddie Betts is one, Sloney's another, well, and Big Jacobs. Well, that's right. Um, they always play well against Paul. They do. They do seem to. And it's, I couldn't believe I read in the paper the other day that it's so long since we won a showdown the last one we won, I don't think I've mentioned to th this to you off air, the last time Port won a showdown, Jay Schultz kicked five goals oh. and Ali Paddy Carlisle was at full back. That's, oh. that's ancient history. Oh, I thought it was Jesus at centre-half <laughs> back. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Well, there it, you go. They are. They are it due, is a long they, time it ago. It is a long time ago. It, they are due for a win. Um, but I again, it really does depend on who turns up on the day. The thing that I mean, Port, Port hard at the ball, etc., was just shocking against West Coast. And if they play like that, they will get blown mm. away. Look, I'll be tipping the Crows. Um, don't want to, but um, yeah, I just think they're just all over, a bit stronger than we are, all over the ground. Well. Well, I've, we've talked about this on air. I mean, we rob Peter to pay Paul. I mean, Paddy Ryder obviously can't be, by definition, match fit because he hasn't played. Mm. Well, he's played no, one game. Right. Um, so the the relief he gets against Jacobs, who always seems to put on a good mm. game in a showdown, is going to come from, guess who? Big Charlie. Yeah. So that means he's not up forward no or forward. west off. So yeah. uh, it's the old robbing Peter to pay Paul. And your mate, Watsy... Um, I don't know that he should go get... last week. I didn't see much no, of it. he didn't get many. No, I don't think so. Um, there is a call that he shouldn't be picked. Mm. Um, but I, I made that call last week after the Geelong game, and I'd seen him the week, the week before as well. Terrible. Yeah. Um, I know it's pretty harsh, but an early call, but... Um, well, I think, they've I, got no, I think they've got no choice after last week's debacle that Power Pepper has to come back into yeah. the side. Oh, they said Rockcliffe and Power yeah. Pepper will yeah. be in, yeah. so... Um, yeah, so interesting times, yes. and uh, time will tell, and by the time this is on, it's probably over. That's so we'll, we'll see how good... We well, I'm tipping the Crows. Well, I'm going to be radical. I'm tipping the mighty power. Wow, that's a big call. Well, I reckon it's the North Melbourne power that's going to turn up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Now, we'd better just very briefly, because we're going to run yeah, out of time... Yeah, we are. Um, B, uh, B, L, and G. B, L, and G. Uh, I... I went to the uh, rematch of the grand final last year and heaven's alive. Um, I mean, to state the obvious, Barossa have retained every one of their grand final team, 
plus they've recruited well, whereas the very opposites happened to Kapunda, mm. um, yep. and they've lost basically most, if not all, of their very good players and seemingly have replaced very little. It was an embarrassment. They were 50 points down at half time. Rob Polito, umpire who I know quite well, I suggested to him he might apply the mercy rule. <laughs> <laughs> and they finished up getting beaten by 75. And, um, you know, I can't imagine anyone beating Barossa when it really counts. Well, I had a beautiful luncheon at Newry. Oh, yes. And that was the best part about the day because I ended up watching the, the A grade and well, that would have I been saw a pretty ordinary that game. That would have been exciting. I saw probably two teams that won't play finals this year. Well, one definitely won't play finals. And uh, they've got beaten four goals to 20, yeah. Gawler Central. They are a very ordinary unit, Rick. Well, I, I bet I know where you're going to be this Saturday, though, because you've got the highlight oh, of the BL and You asked me where I'm going to be. <laughs> yeah, where are you going to be? I'm going to be at the dog track, waiting for that game to start. That should be awesome. South <laughs> versus Central at the dog track. <laughs> well, the winner of that side might be anyone who kicks a goal. Is that well, right? <laughs> Could be a soccer score. <laughs> it could be. But uh, no, I won't be there. But um, don't I'm going talk, to the, I'm don't going talk to the about the soccer here. though. Don't talk about the soccer. What a farce that that final. Uh, the one goal to oh, nil yes, and uh, yes. the uh, the offside. Well, well, uh, not it wasn't not just offside. Player. There were three <laughs> or four yeah, offside. Four players. That's all. And they reckon that the. Uh, the uh, decision replay machine didn't work, despite the fact that up at the ground there were huge, large, big screens showing these three blokes offside. I mean, what's it about, you know? You know, we go either humans or whatever, but you can't do well, a bit of both. It's got to be human because, I mean, the tennis is the same. Yeah. yeah, we get them wrong. Cricket's the same. They yeah. get them wrong. But you go with that. That's you, human error. Some you win, some you lose. You and, know, and standing there waiting for this, this goal... You know, yeah. when they kick a goal yeah. or a point or whatever in the review. Yeah. It takes forever. Forever. And, as I think I've suggested, in, particularly in terms of cricket, but unless those cameras are absolutely positioned perfectly, there's always going to be a slight angle of yeah. whatever. I mean, that and Swan's got... You can't really tell whether he touched the ball or not. No, exactly. I mean, yeah. let's just go with what we had and... Uh, well, Where it, are you this week, Rick? I, I know you're going to cover one of the I, games. Which have, game would that be? Well, that would be Kapunda and Tanunda. Well, that'll be a good game. Oh, I don't think I'd so. I'd Tanunda, though. Oh, I'd tip Tanunda oh, by... Plenty. Six or seven goals, oh, I yes. reckon. Well, that's not a brave call. Yep. Let's just... Probably isn't. Probably <laughs> ten or more. But anyway... They could um, easily... They may have to install the uh, mercy rule again. Well, it's still the game of the round. Well, that's right. It's the game of the round. Yeah. So they've given you the big game but, to cover. But, but Kapunda are not what they were last year. No, they're not. They're not. And, um, yeah, their big ruckman, Aaron, he's just come back from overseas, so he's he needs another gallop under his He belt. does. He showed a bit in his yep. first uh, game back, um, and he is a very good player. I've always had a lot of time for Whistler, um, but he need, he's a bit like Paddy Ryder. He needs another yeah, two or three Yeah, another run games. in his legs. And Anderson came back too, I think, for Kapunda, and he had a... A chronic knee injury the year before, uh, done his knee the year before, so he needs another run under his belt. So, I mean, they will improve, but um, not to last year's extent, yeah. I wouldn't think. Rick. Well, I reckon that's, that's covered probably, it for today. It's and probably so you, isn't it? It is. Until next time, this is Rick. And this is Phil.